नमो महापदनाय कृष्ण प्रेम प्रदायते कृष्णाय कृष्ण चैतन्यमने गौरवे गौरचंद्राय राधिकाय तदालय कृष्णाय कृष्ण भक्ताय सदभक्ताय यंग प्रजंत मनुपेतमेत कृष्ण पुत्रे There is a slok that Naham Basami Baikunte Jogin Angre Nacha Jatramat Bhakta Ganyanti Tatta Tishthami Nara. Perhaps you must have followed you. Know. Krishna is telling that I am not always in Vaikuntha. Nam Tishthami Vaikunthe Yoginangharde Nacha. I don't like to be in the hearts of yogis. Also, I hate to be with a Brahma Jnani like Mayabadi. Impersonalist. Never I fear from oh, creative karmis. Always I fear. But where my devotees, with so much honor and love and affection, they glorify me. And they do kirtan of me. Kirtan means glorifying. Like Sukhde Goswami is the best kirtia, kirtaniya in the whole world. Hmm. So, not only those who are doing kirtan with khol, mridanga, kartal. No. This is also one part of that. But real to glorify Krishna, always, with the tears and heart. Then Krishna always lives there, with oh so calm and quiet. He takes this song there, rest, rest there. So it is not only for Krishna, Krishna is told, but it is for the all the manifestations of Krishna. And all the associates of Krishna and all the pure devotees, liberated pure devotees. Understand? It is not finally for Krishna. Krishna is telling, but it is for all the pure devotees, associates of Krishna. So if we will glorify Prahlad Charitra, then Prahlad is here. Hmm. If we glorifying 
Krishna and gopis, then what will be? Krishna and all gopis will be here. And they will hear, oh, with lakhs and lakhs, So if we can glorify Swamiji, Bhaktivedanta Swami Maharaj, Yod Prabhupada, and my Shiksha Guru, then surely he will be here. So we can remember today him because it is Los Angeles and so many devotees from all parts of Europe. Mm from America and here and there. They have assembled to honor their Gurudev here and to glorify. So, we should glorify with heart and honor Him. And when we will glorify, then what will be? Because He has promised. Because Krishna has promised. So his disciples or his associates must follow. So he will quickly come and run and hear. And he will hear with lakhs and lakhs here. So we are, our this is for offering to him. Today some, we cannot glorify him totally or in full. Even uh, so many high class of devotees cannot glorify him. He cannot glorify himself if he comes. And if he wants to glorify himself, he cannot glorify himself also. But we will try. But I know that when he will hear by the Devotees are oh, very ignorant, no harm. And he will come and be pleased to hear. As a mother hears a story of his brothers and fathers from his son, though he don't know anything, but she hears. So he will hear and very pleased with her. So I want that, oh, Shamrani, Jadurani is very senior and sincere devotee, so to speak towards that how, especially in Los Angeles, and when he began from New York, how, and she was with him, so you should tell something about his glory. You can give. So, to to speak something of the glory of Even if Lord Brahma would speak or Ananta Sage could speak, the glories of Prabhupada, he couldn't complete it because Prabhupada is such a transcendental personality. Only a transcendental personality can properly glorify him. But Shilagur Dave asked me to speak some remembrances from New York City 
I met Prabhupada in 1966 when he would go regularly to Tompkins Square Park and have kirtan and speak by that famous tree there every Sunday and invite people back to the temple. His apartment was just behind the temple and in his apartment Prabhupada held the first this kind of initiations and fire sacrifices. And that's where he taught the first devotees how to cook Vedic foods and to offer to Krishna. And that's where he translated Bhagavad Gita and he worked on nectar of devotion and he worked on Bhagavad Gita. And because some of us were working in his apartment, uh, we would hear so many nectarian things from him. Once um, we were working in the uh, duty room of his apartment and he had finished his translation work for the day and it was prashadam time and we were still working. So Prabhupada came in and said, there's a verse in the Skanda Purana that when prashadam is served, everything stops. So from the very basic beginnings of Krishna consciousness to the ultimate end of Krishna consciousness, Prabhupada gave in that 26-second Avenue temple. When he came back from San Francisco in 1967, he said, now I'd like to give you some of the essential teachings of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to give, what he came to give. It's not that Srila Gurudev is introducing that now to us. He's just putting a big magnifying glass on what Prabhupada tried to give us back in 1967. At that time, Prabhupada quoted that same verse that Gurudev is quoting practically every day here. That Lord Chitana came to give what no other incarnational avatar every day before since the previous day of Brahmach. Prabhupada would say that even though we were all hippies and even though we were just coming out of drugs and even though half the devotees in the temple in the morning they send a Charitami to class would have blankets over their whole bodies as tents and would be sleeping under the blanket tent during his class still so he'd give these very essential classes on Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's appearance. He'd say that previous to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's appearance, at most, people understood God as the Father. And as the Father means, give me my daily bread. I want something from God. But now Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is teaching, you can be the order supplier of God as mother, as a, as a mother of God, as a friend of God, or ultimately as a beloved of God. So, uh, Prabhupada's greatest glory, as Srila Gurudev is always telling us, is that he is a manifestation of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mercy, and that he came from that realm of Goloka Vrindavan. And that, as I mentioned earlier, in the Yuskan Temple, that Prabhupada is with Krishna and all of his associates traveling uh, throughout all the universes in their roadshow and traveling with Sriman Mahaprabhu in his roadshow 
and at the same time engage in all of Krishna's labors in Goloka Vrindavan. Right from the very beginning, Prabhupada was offering this, but we just didn't get it. He gave the treasure, but somehow the treasure was lost, and now Srila Gurudev is unlocking the same treasure that Prabhupada introduced way back in the 60s. I did, he told me to do one painting of Mother Yasoda. This was in 26th Second Avenue. And, uh, after I finished the painting, there was a painting of Mother Yasoda feeding Krishna some butter or yogurt. And his toys were scattered around. After the painting was up on the wall at the 26th Second Avenue Temple, Prabhupada, who was always condemning and giving such wonderful arguments against Mayavadi philosophy. This time he said, we don't want to become one with God. We want to become greater than God, just like Mother Yasoda. Then, uh, in Los Angeles, we were engaged in his BBC marathon to produce the Chaitanya Charitamrita. And Prabhupada uh, was very strong with us that we had to produce 17 volumes, or rather 15 volumes of Chaitanya Charitamrita and two volumes of Srimad Bhagavatam in just two months. And Prabhupada told us if he said it was impossible, impossible is a word just in a full dictionary. And we were very fortunate to be working on the painting because we were able to ask Prabhupada so many questions about what everybody looked like in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, what people were thinking, what the houses looked like, and Prabhupada gave all those details. So our main association with him in Los Angeles was these marathons that he was putting us on. And uh, Tilburger said that Prabhupada told him that please uh, take care of my disciples and followers. They're just like monkeys and they like to quarrel. So please, you train them up. Prabhupada told us that when we were there, that the artists used to uh, fight with each other, whose picture should be on the cover, or whose suggestions should be taken to make the painting. And Prabhupada said we were just like animals fighting. Rather, we should learn how to cooperate in a transcendental way. As I also mentioned in the Iskand Temple, when I first began to paint in New York, and then Govindas, who joined me from San Francisco, Prabhupada told me that we should have competition, not material, but transcendental competition, just like Krishna and the gopis. Krishna would smile. Very Jupananda Prabhu. Oh, yes, would come. and speak some glories of your Gurudev. He is a very sincere voice now. Always serving. You should come here. Here. Always serving. And unknown, unseen. Thank you very much. Tell one story that a little bit later. Um, first, I'd just like to say that I was reading one book by um, Srila Maharaj, 
Sermons of Guardian Devotion. And in that book, he was speaking about uh, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. And although uh, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati um, took Diksha from Gorakishwara to Bhagavad Gita, uh, Maharaj was saying that actually the Bhakti Siddhanta, his father Bhakti Vinod was everything to him. And, uh, of course, um, we know that Bhakti Siddhanta was Diana Manjari and Father Bhakti Vinod was Kamamanjari. And Sita Maharaj was explaining that actually, uh, when one sees purely, he sees Krishna, he sees Srimati Radharani come through his Guru Maharaj. Um, Christian Masters, Devaprasad, is for the one, so we actually connect with uh, Ishtadev through our spiritual master, is the transparent via medium. And, uh, like Kopa Abhinavala is saying, spiritual masters in the divine, uh, Link with the Supreme Lord is like a live wire, and you can touch this with the Supreme, you can feel the Supreme, you can appreciate everything about Him through the transparent via media of the bona fide spiritual master. <clears throat> so, the Diksha and Diksha Gurus are all different sides of the same coin. We can also appreciate before us here our living in uh, transparent media, the media, of the Supreme Lord. And particularly, since Ramaraj is speaking so much in glorification of Radharani, we all see and feel the divine, um, goddess Radharani coming through him. And of course, it's so much easier whenever you have eye contact with Maharaj because we all know his eyes are blue. It's the same color as Shamatu Rana. Story Hotel is, um, Prabhupada came to Melbourne Australia. So he was, he made some engagement at a Catholic, uh, church for us in the country And, uh, we were all sitting in the car about to go and it was like, Rush hour traffic time. Just like the other day, Mirage went out to one house and it was Memorial Day, Friday rush hour traffic. We so much traffic on work. So we were sitting in the car and the gas gauge was actually a little below half. And, uh, Shama Cinder was driving, what was it? Well, I don't know, but anyway. They asked if we should stop at the gas station, but I thought it was too mundane to go into a gas station with a pure devotee's car. <laughs> <laughs> so, I said, no, don't go to the gas station. <laughs> so we just kept driving. And I was waiting out in the country, miles, miles. And finally we got there and uh, 
Uh, to look, how to see the gas stations on empty. <laughs> and, uh, anyway, we went inside the hall. Grandpa gave an astounding lecture to all the senior, um, for the Cistercian monastery, for the monks. And they were, uh, so attracted that they began spontaneously asking so many questions after the lecture. And every one of them was completely enthralled. But I knew in the back of my mind, if I don't solve the problem with the guy, <laughs> so we won't be able to go back, and then I'll really be Prabhupada come to life. And so I started to worry, and I, although I was listening to the lecture, and the question and answer period was even more interesting than the lecture, I knew I had to leave. So I ran out, and this is way on the countryside, no gas station, 10 o'clock at night, and I thought, oh, what hope would I have to ever find a gas? <laughs> so I ran out, and the first monk I saw, I said, please, there's no gas station here. And he said, well, we have a bouncer on the property. Do you? <laughs> so we grabbed the car, we drove out, and opened up this bouncer, which is this little 1920 pump, and it chucked gas in. Came back, while well, Carl was taking some grapes and milk with the monk. And this one I came in, he finished. And, uh, so we were all going out. And we got in the car, and we started going back to Melbourne. And Papa looked over at the driver, Mohananda, and he said, So there's that. <laughs> and Mohananda looked down at the gas station, and he said, Look at this, cool. He goes, Yes, so I'm talking to us. <laughs> they didn't know how that in there. <laughs> Where is Mula Prakati? Oh, come on. She is also so senior devotee of Swamiji and very sincere. And she has served him well. Uh, even in airports, seaports, here and there, distributing books and Mahaprasadam here and inspiring song. Also aspiring his husband also to <laughs> serve Krishna. Just we need it. So actually, um, what I'd really like to do is distribute to you the uh, manuscript that we just finished, which is Sri Narayan Maharaj's Memories of Srila Prabhupada, which I would rather hear than my own memories tonight, if you'll be so kind to tell us them. Um, well, I did tell some of the stories already today at the temple, so I won't repeat those. But... Um, I was just remembering when when I joined the temple and Srila Prabhupada came to Los Angeles and I just remember uh, how much he enthused us to serve day and night. I remember we used to work so hard. We'd go out on book distribution, we'd go out and hurry now and we'd stand in front of the street corners for ten, you know, eight, six, seven, eight, ten hours sometimes a day, sometimes longer in the heat, in the cold, uh, wearing bed sheets, 
And uh, we didn't even have tea like we used in Fuller's Earth Clay. Yeah, we had polyester seating, actually. And um, we worked so hard that I remember when Sri Prabhupada came, most of us, we were red-eyed and falling asleep in the classes, and I couldn't understand a word that he was saying for quite a long time because of his, I couldn't understand his English. And yet he was encouraging us in such, such a strong way to, to preach. And at that time, uh, he could see what our qualification was. <laughs> so he sent us out, and uh, we got a lot of mercy. And I remember one time, well, actually, we have one beautiful story that Gopavrinda Paul has, where Srila Prabhupada, in his room, he used to, when he would leave, just like when Maharaj leaves, he would go to another center. We would all run in there and scavenge, you know, whatever we could find of nectar that he had left over. And so I used to clean his room, and a couple other devotees used to clean his room. And one time, one devotee found this little notebook, and she gave it to Gopa. We were giving away things. We used to eat, even if he had salt and pepper left over, we would eat those plain salt and pepper. <laughs> and so in this notebook, Gopa kept it, and he didn't, he just looked like it was empty. It said something like the Hong Kong Hilton. It was just a tiny little notebook, and it didn't look like it had anything in it. And then later, he noticed that in the back, back page, Shiva Prabhupada had been writing in it just a couple of telephone numbers, and I think a, a couple of uh, numerical figures. And then he was doing like how some of us might doodle, and how you just draw a little, kind of like that. So we might doodle anything else, but but Prabhupada doodled very beautifully in this very sweet, beautiful handwriting was twice saved the world from Godlessness. So he tried to help engage us in trying to save the world from Godlessness on the level that we could do that. And so one time Prabhupada told me, um, Gopa told that one story, but I also had another experience where it was a marathon on book distribution and we were going out day and night, 10, 12 hours, sometimes staying out till 11 o'clock midnight at night, carrying huge amounts of books on our back. And so I also thought that Chita Prabhupada, you know, we, we, we kind of didn't have, we had competition, but it wasn't very transcendental. And so after this marathon, we had distributed so many thousands and thousands of books, and Chita Prabhupada was very happy. And he would often ask, how many books are going out? How many books are going out? And he even said to me one time, you can, you might preach and preach. Uh, it was in Hawaii one time when I spoke to him, he said, but he goes, what? He says, but it may go in one ear and out the other if you speak. He said, so why do you think I'm spending so many hundreds and hundreds of hours trying to write these books to help you for Because if they even need one word, he said it will stick. But he was encouraging us in that way to, um, because there had been no Christian consciousness distributed in the West, so he was encouraging us in that way. But like Gulf had said, he also told us, uh, we were sitting there and someone was reading off all the stories of all the books that Judah Prabhupada had, and then uh, he, he didn't say anything. And we were all kind of like, you know, we were waiting for him to say something more. And uh, and then he looked around the room in this very, very deep and grave way. And when he got to me, 
the gazing a look that just went right through many, many layers of false ego and pride and pretension and superficiality. And then I, I was mortified. I just felt frozen. I started to cry. I didn't know why. And then, and then nobody could speak because Papa didn't say anything. And then finally someone said, well, see what Paul says? We just want to preach. We, we just want to preach. What's the best way to preach? And then Sri Prabhupada said, the best way to preach is that you say to each person that you know, oh, my friend, my dear friend, you please come with me. You come back to, with me to where I live. And you stay with me and you watch every single thing that I do 24 hours a day. And then after a few days, you'll want to become like me. And then he kind of looked at his head like that and said, the way I did. Maharaj. He is senior than Devendra. I think perhaps you are senior. No, no, you are this. No harm. <coughs> you should come. But we want to see him here. So finally, uh, there were 
about five or six of us that had joined at the same time and were in the same position. So they made some special requests that Prabhupada please initiate us by a letter. So the letter came and um, the letter said, please take please take Ritvik from Bhaktipad. So the rest of them were quite young and uh, I was the oldest one because I had gone to school for half my life. And um, so they went around and asked them, Prabhupada is requesting them to take Ritvik from Bhaktipad. So everyone, the most Prabhupada requested, fine. And when they came to me, I said, something like that. I uh, read, read books for so long, and I, I came here, and I gave up everything. I'm going back home. <laughs> and then they said, well, just wait a minute. Um, Supernanda was there. <laughs> Took me out and walked in the park, and... And just, just wait, we'll write back to Prabhupada. We'll see what we can do. So then, um, I don't think they wrote I think they sent a telegram. And the next day, something came back, and uh, Prabhupada initiated the song. So I thought, well, how did I get this mercy? Um, how merciful he was, he was, to talk away two weeks later. Oh, how merciful he was. He was so, uh, giving him so much trouble and, and, this. and I was so obstinate and arrogant. I wouldn't follow his instructions. And still, he was so merciful. To glorify Shura Prabhupada, it might seem externally an easy thing, but it's actually quite difficult. Because who really is Shura Prabhupada? I asked Gurudeva a question once about Narada Muni. I didn't understand something. And he said, that Narada Muni has many manifestations. So I was thinking also, so Prabhupada actually has many manifestations. And yesterday he was saying that in a class, that wherever Radha Krishna is serving, there's where Prabhupada is. So, we want to say something about a little experience we had for Prabhupada. Um, here in Los Angeles, I spent a lot of time here. I grew up here, I was born in this area, and I couldn't wait to get out of here. I didn't, I wanted to go to the country, so I moved up north. But in those days, I was a young teenager, and I used to have these things called lovens. And I went to the lovens, and I saw the devotees for the first time, it was 1968. And um, they had pictures of and they were chanting, and the, the people looked like they were in the clouds, the devotees. And I said, well, these are amazing people. And there was a substance being passed around at that time that I, we all partook of. 
going around. And then a devotee came to the star and gave me a card. He said, come to our Hare Krishna temple. And by that time, I was quite hungry. <laughs> so, I went to the temple with a friend, and I walked in, very spaced out, I walked in at the boulevard, and I went to a back door, and there the Jagannath deities were, and the big eyes, and I was just very young, and they just put the right on Jagannath's hand. All right, like this, walked in, and it was going on. Well, sitting in the back, it was a Sunday lefties, and there was one man, he was from the army, he had an army uniform on, and there was a, a Kahaka with, with his son sitting next to him. And the little son said to the, uh, to the father, because the, the army man had a lot of medals on, he, so many medals he was wearing on his chest. So the little boy said to the father, wow, he must have killed a lot of people. <laughs> And the father said, be quiet, you're killing germs every morning. <laughs> wow, you guys are really too much. <laughs> so, so there's really uh, unique people. So, a few years passed, and then in uh, 1971, I joined up, I was living up north, and somehow I was brought back to Los Angeles. And Los Angeles was the so-called headquarters of this kind. It probably used to come for quite a, quite a long time. Sometimes it takes at least a month at a time. Sometimes two months, three months. And by good fortune, I happened to be here. And so I took my two initiations here in Los Angeles. And one couple of experiences, I just say, uh, when I got initiated, Papa called me up. And he asked the uh, four principles, chant around. Then he said, your name is? He said, Devendranath. And he paused, he paused for a minute. There was a silence and I looked in the room. And then he said, stop. And he looked up and started laughing. Because he knows I have that tendency to the word to enjoy. So he, he said, stop a few, few moments later to remind him of service. Uh, another another instant when I came to get my uh, sacred dress from him, he called me. We had to go up the stairs for waiting, and we're all waiting, waiting. And then I was a bit scared at that time because we're so young, we didn't, we didn't know. And so he pulled the mantra in my ear, and he put the thread around my neck, but it was hanging straight. And I didn't put my arm in. And he said, "Haven't you seen a Brahmin before?" <laughs> because I didn't properly put it on right. Um, when Chakrabha used to come out of his door in the full temple in Los Angeles, and this is probably the most, the most heartfelt thing that I ever, that I ever remembered about Chakrabha is that he would come walking through the temple room as he was floating, give his pronouns to all the three deities, and he would so elegantly step onto the opposite so beautiful, and just sit. And then start playing the car calls, singing Jayarada Mahava. And I used to sit, look at him, and see, and sometimes his head would spin in circles, saying, saying the, uh, the song backwards, or mixing up the words. But he was so much, so much, uh, in the mood of Jayarada Mahava. And watching him that way, 
I always wanted to remember that, of all things, to see how beautiful he had his socks on, to step on the outside and look around and get his car tall and start playing. His head being circled, sometimes that way, skipping words. And that was the, the most amazing thing to say in Shri Prabhupada. And I used, to, I used to say, let me just have that always stay in my heart for some reason, because it was just so beautiful. We always say the, uh, the mantra, Nama Omishtu Pataya, Krishna Prashtaya. Krishna Prashtaya, one was very dear, Mukunda Prashta. The guru was very, very dear to Radha and Krishna. And a very <coughs> I want to tell that some remembrance. Hmm? I have left my home, my everything. Wife, children, father, mother. In 1946, and I came to my Gurudev, fully surrendered, fully surrendered. I gave everything, my heart and everything to him. And he initiated me. First and second initiation, man, Harinam and Diksha, in Navadvip. And after that, he saw something in me, and he kept me with him forever. I was engaged in his in his personal service. So I had chance to meet and serve almost all the senior sannyasis, disciples of Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Sati Goswami Because all the senior sannyasis used to give so much respect as a Vinod Dada my Gurudev. He was senior and he had such Prabhupada with his life and soul. So all he used to respect him. Though they were after the Prabhupada, he left this world. All were escorted here and there. They made their mats and preaching center separate, separate places. But all were so much charm to our Gurudev that he used to come to meet my Gurudev. So, I was so much fortunate to serve them personally and to hear and to question them so many things. So, in 46, our Parikrama was finished and then Guru, with Guru Maharaj I came to Calcutta. In Gauriya Vedanta Samiti, established in 1941. Also, Abhay Babu was there. No? Not Sannyasi, no Brahmachari. Babu Abhay In 1941, he was bosom friend of my Gurudev. Very bosom friend. 
both were like Babu, Vinod Babu and Abhay Babu. So much similarities. Abhay family both, learned both, very intelligent, prompt, what? Minded. Very sharp minded. Quickly, anyone can question and, oh, before he is finishing his words and his answer was ready. Like this. Presence of mind. So one day I was with our Gurudev. Beginning of 47. And Abhay Babu came. This, I saw him first time. Very gentle fellow. Silken and in Bengali grace. Guru Maharaj respected him. He stood up and respected. Oh, Abhay Babu, please come, come. And gave him a seat. And I told that, he told to me that bring water and, and, and serve him. I was in question that who is this Abhay Babu being a family man in white dress with his teeth, very beautiful. Hmm? But I obeyed my Gurudev and doing so much services to him. Then I knew that, oh, this Abhay Babu has taken birth on the same day when Krishna Nanda Utsav day. And he was very, he was given to play the duties of Radha and Krishna. Mridang and Katal, a very small Mridang and Katal. As a boy he was doing And chanting and Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, or any Kirtan of Mahaprabhu. From beginning. So, a birth of any high class of devotees shows that in future how he will be. So he took his birth on very same day on Nandotsa. And his father gave his name but Abhay Charan. Abhay. Krishna is Abhay. And his Charan is Dash. And he used to give him of playing all these things, not like today it is given something or anything else. And for big he became a devotee. He used to play with the boys, what? Janmashtami, Leela and other Leela, like Nityananda Prabhu. Have you heard him? Nityananda Prabhu. So, playing only the pastimes of Krishna and Nityananda Prabhu goes from the beginning. Then, <coughs> his father saw that he must be given any job. And you know that all the parents want that my son should be married. So he gave married. He was married to a very beautiful lady, high class family. And he had 
a very high class of job uh, in the company of his father's friend, Bengal Chemical. And thus he became supreme of that. His friend gave up everything on him and he became the general manager of that company. And the company was flowing so much. And in the meantime, he met Prabhupada in 1922, and he became a Prabhupada. He was so much inspired that he began, he took Harinam, but he was Grihastha. He told me in Mathura that when I took initiation from Prabhupada, and I began to read Srimad Bhagavatam, I was hearing, I read one slow, Jada Jasya Anugranami Harishat Taddhanam Sanaiha. He told to me personally, when he was Mathura, when I requested him that, oh, you are so much qualified person, and you are not taking sannyas, even you have not taken sannyas, you must take sannyas. Then he was standing like this. At that time he was penniless beggar, street beggar at that time. He was with me in Mathura. About 1954, um, I don't remember the exact date. So he was telling that when I began to chant and began to read Srimad Bhagavatam, I read this sloka and be, became very fearful. Anyone chanting and remembering sincerely, then Krishna will make him a straight beggar. Surely, he will take his all wealth, he will take everything, and his wife and children will kick him, and thus he will become of town. But even if he will not giving up chanting, and then he will surely be a very high class of devotee. So I was fearing that I am chanting and remembering. <laughs> then Chris must take my all wealth and all these things. Then what I will do? What should I do? But I never stopped. So in the last I am seeing that company was felt. Then he came to Allahabad. He told me that I came to Allahabad and I started my own chemical co company or... Uh, then it was also after some time, two, three years, it also stopped. Then I made a medical store and there the Prime Minister of India, Jawaharlal, and his uh, daughter, Indira Gandhi, also she was Prime Minister afterwards. They used to come to his shop, uh, but also it was felt. Then he became beggar-like. His wife told that you should not come to home. You cannot give any money. You cannot support your children and me. Then you should not come to me. What are you doing? I don't. His elder son, uh, Bindavan, Bindavan. Oh, 
he also becomes so furious. And then he was just stopped not to go to his home also. And this, this is the, he became like a, a beggar and he used to take some medicine himself making and used to go to shop to shops. But also it was, he could not do. And at that time he came to me in Mathura with honor with a respect that he is Abhacharanath Babu, friend of my Gurudev. So I kept him. And at once I gave a word to my Gurudev that Abhay Babu, in these stage he has come. I have requested him to take sannyas. Now nothing is left in his in his position. Guru Maharaj, after some days, he also came. And then he told that, uh, I am not qualified for sannyas. Then Guru Maharaj came and he requested that you must take sannyas. You are so much qualified. You are so much learned. Especially Prabhupada has told you, requested you to preach in Western countries in English language. Now time has come, proper time has come. Now you are a state bearer and Krishna wants to be served by you. Then he admitted and in Mathura he took sannyas. And after that, I had so many chance where personally same cooking for him also, helping in his Writing. Sometimes I used to see that, oh, in very night at twelve he is writing something. Sometimes in daytime he was sleeping at about eight, nine, ten. And when he sleeps and when he awakes in the night, it was very hard to know. He was translating so much. He was giving Articles for our Hindi magazine and Bengali or writing so powerful something. Huh? Everything is in our Gaudiya magazine and Bhagavad Patrika. Hmm? Everything. He was so what? bold. At that time he told, after taking sannyas, he used to sit together, joking like more than friends, laughing, making. And I used to never um, uh, uh, respect so much like my guru, like my bosom friend. So many questions, so many answers, so many laughing. With Krishna Tattva also so many things. So, uh, one day he was telling, I want to now preach. I will go to Western countries. I am trying. But I am failing. I have nothing. So if Krishna arranges, I must go to in any anyhow. And there I have so many programs. What? So many plans. Eh? I may open so many 
uh, hostel for a student, for other person. Also motel or hotel, like that. And I will even allow them to take meat, eggs, and wine also. I told that why you will, you will do um, opposite to your Gurudev? No. Oh, I will have to give some concession for them. Otherwise they cannot come. But I am sure that if I am giving them uh, meat, eggs, a smoking, allowing a smoking, and also uh, wine and everything. But I will keep it compulsory that you will have to chant at least one time, oh, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Hare. You will have to. I will do free everything for them. But I know by chanting this, they will have a very a strong impression there and quickly they will give up. So I will give so many concessions. And actually he came to Western countries and gave, gave so much concessions. If he was non-liberal, how can could have preached so many? That thousand and thousand of devotees came to him of different natures, quarreling nature, you know, especially Americans and others. Oh, how aggressive. <laughs> but all came to him. Like what? Like cops to cows. He was so humble, tolerant, that he has managed all, even lion, tigers, and like deer and bakari, to drink water in the same ghat. Same ghat, you know? What? Like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, hmm? he was going to Vrindavan and there no, so many deers, tigers, bears, serpents, elephants, all falling Mahaprabhu, not attacking each other. So you can realize you are at that time there. How many kinds of different natures persons, quarrelsome, not tolerating, even quarreling with you know, their wives ten times a day, <laughs> not tolerating anything, but all came to him. If a child will not be like that, he cannot. He should give concessions. He should know all the hearts of the, all the devotees. All the disciples should think that my Gurudev loves me much, much more than anyone. This is the best quality of any Gurudev. Do you think that your Gurudev uh, wanted to uh, love you so much more than anyone? Yes. If this quality is not in Gurudev, how can he uh, inspire all the devotees? So much tolerance. 
more than tree. Otherwise, he cannot preach. He cannot be a devotee. So I think that in Guru, all the teachings of Mahaprabhu, like Trina Dapi Sunichena, Taro Rapi Sahishnuna, Amanina, Manadena, Kirtaniya Sadahari. This quality. And he possesses all the qualities. That is why uh, in very short time he preached everywhere in this world. Made so much center. But this is not his gl- real glory. What is his glory? His love and affection for Krishna, Srimati Radhika, and for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu This is real. Real. If anyone is not so high class of devotee, he cannot realize all these things. Like on India, there are so many, most of 95% of general public, they know that the Krishna who took chakra in his hand and quickly he uh, killed so many in Mahabharata battle. Shishupal and others. Oh, he really he is Bhagavan Krishna. Hmm. The Krishna playing with gopis, making rash a very bad thing. Nonsense. This. Hey, he is a lusty person. They have no respect for that Krishna. Hmm. Because they are not um, knowing all these things. What is love and what is this appellence? They only can see some appellence of Krishna. So, he preached very shortly in whole world, Nam Sankirtan, everywhere, in wine drinking places, in airports, seaports, here and there, in trams and rails and everywhere. But what, what was his aim and object? That I must take all where? To conjugal. This was his aim. That is why he told that he kept his society name. He established Krishna Consciousness. Why? That is Lok. Krishna Bhakti Rasabhavita Mati Kriyatang Jadik Kutopi Labdhati Tatra Laulamapi Mekalam Koti Janma Sukirtina Labdhati. I think that in his disciples who have some false ego that we are high class of devotee, they have never realized this fact that who he was. Actually, he came from Brajas, very powerful, associate. Otherwise, in this world, in especially in Kali, especially where is a special Kali in Western countries, and he came and how he can miracle did so much. High classes of person, intelligence, scientists, 
Doctors all came to him. But he wanted to give these things. Melody of yoga, love and affection. That is why in his love, Krishna, lolyam api mulyam ekalam. This is the main thing. That Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to Spenko. Without this, this greed, lolyam's greed, to serve Krishna like a gopi, not like others. He wanted to keep this thing. Greed. How a greed will come? So he first he wrote Krishna book and he gets all these things. Today I saw a nectar of devotion and I only turned the pages and I looked the introduction some and what uh, contact are given there. Oh, a spontaneous love, nature of devotion. So many things. You cannot imagine that what he wanted to give. His high, highest glory is that wanted to give a spontaneous love to all. But he preached Nam Sankirtan everywhere. He, he distributed books. That in lakhs only, if anyone is reading that, and one person is having this greed of to serve Krishna, oh, I am satisfied. Even one person comes and hears. No one that all are not Oh, they cannot hear because it is very rare. But they should take chant Hari name. Even they are chanting Hari name, liberation is surely. Whether with honor with without honor, if anyone chanting this, like Madura Madura Me Tatamangalam Mangalanam Sakalanigamvaldi Satpalam Chitsurupam Sakadaka Parigitam Shaddhaya Heleyaba Dhrigubaranar Matam Tareta Krishna. If anyone he not knowing the glory, the power of Krishna name, even to make a joke he is telling Ram Ram Ram. Ram Ram Ram. Anyway, if he is chanting, even he Liberation is so. And if he chanting with Sadha, then he will come to association, very good, high class of association. And he will take the process of Rupa Goswami in line. And quickly he will go to Brajpari. Hmm. If he is not doing any offense in the Lord's feet of name and devotees, and Gurudev, then anyhow he will take name, he will be in a situation of high class of Vaishnava, hearing past times of Krishna's feet. Then quickly he will advance. Anyone cannot see. But if often, oh, then quickly his bhakti and everything, 
एवं श्रद्धा बिल को
opening center or anything, oh, quickly he used to. He wanted that I should be with him in preaching. But at that time I, I was helpless. I could not come. I was serving my Guru there. But after some time, to obey his order, in last order, I gave samadhi to him. And he also told me that you should help my devotees. And this is my purpose that I came and those who were neglected, those who have no help here and there, they wanted to improve and to come in process, but they were all, process was checked. That is why I came. I am so happy, now I am so happy to help them also and new devotees also. So I pray His grace, he is hearing, he is smiling, he is here. Where we will glorify him with heart, he must come. And he is hearing. So he is here now. So we are praying him that be merciful to all. All Western devotees are due to you. And you should respond to mercy. That should be. They should be careful for offensive activity and they should follow real principles and honor all. Go, Praman. I think that our preaching here is successful and this Remembrance Day also successful because all inspired his all activities.